What's up, everybody? Welcome to On West Gray, the monthly podcast about all things local government in the city of Norman. I'm your host, Tiffany Verska, Chief Communications Officer for the city of Norman, and we appreciate you tuning in. Today in the studio with us, we have Information Technology Director Tim Powers, who is here to share information about his department, as well as tips and reminders regarding cybersecurity for our community, a hot topic for sure. Tim, thanks for being with us and welcome to the show. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you. Glad to be on. Absolutely. So the Information Technology Department at the City of Norman, much like communications, touches every other department at our organization. As more and more services become based in technology in some way, the roles and responsibilities of your team are constantly evolving and expanding. So we're going to chat about some of that today. So first off, how many folks are on your team and what are the primary areas of focus for IT at the City of Norman? Well, including myself, there are 17 of us in the IT department, and basically um, the IT department is split into two distinct groups, um, hardware and software. So on the hardware side of the house, um, you have network uh, infrastructure, security. Um, You also have the help desk over there, um, and you have any type of storage and, and data retention over there. And then on the software side of the house, our business systems support is over there, um, print shop, and web development and app development as well. And I have to give a shout out to the help desk because I think I hit them up about 12 times a day and they are on it, man. Yeah, they're, they're a popular group. <laughs> they are the best. Um, so how long have you been with the city and what does a day as the IT director look like? Well, I started uh, back in 2014 in March of 2014, so I'm coming up on 10 years of service now, um, and so my days will vary. It depends on if, of course, if there's emergencies, I'll get engaged in those uh, quite heavily and in support of both of the IT managers. Um, typically, I will be doing research on my end. I talk a lot to my business peers outside of the uh, outside of the city, and then I talk a lot inside the house to just my peers. Um, inside all the other department heads to make sure that we're supporting them properly. Um, I do a lot of research uh, for the budget in the upcoming years, um, new technologies, what we're going to be spending. And then I do a lot of uh, in-depth research and on cybersecurity attacks that are happening nationwide and worldwide so that we're prepared for those things and that we're trying to make sure and do our due diligence to uh, keep keep up with the way we should be protecting um, our data on site. Yes, I always appreciate the quick scares that we get in the management team (laughs) meetings about what's going on in the IT world, but it's really important that people are aware of that so that we can protect ourselves, and you guys do a phenomenal job. So uh, what would you say the greatest differences in IT development from maybe the time you started until now are? Uh, what I would say to that is that, you know, we've definitely grown. Um, we've been fortunate to get uh, some more budget in technology as we've expanded what we're offering technology-wise to the city. Um, and we're also, I think, a little bit more engaged in public needs. And we have beefed up our policies. And so we do those annually. We look at those and we make sure that our policies are good and they're following you know, the needs of, of our business partners inside the city and outside. Um, and then I would just say that we're also better prepared these days um, in the area of cybersecurity. 
Yeah, it's really interesting um, because 10, 20, 30 years ago, emergency preparedness and emergency operations looked a lot different than they do today. Today, you're thinking about, as you said, cybersecurity and what can happen in the tech world. And that is just incredibly interesting. Um, and I thank your team for being on the front edge of of all that that entails so that we can be prepared. Um, so would you say that most of the work that your team does is internal facing or external? And how do you stay cognizant of kind of both sides of that wheel, taking care of our staff needs and then also ensuring a solid digital foundation for the residents that we're serving? Uh, the bulk of our work is in support of the business systems that are you know, operating the city daily, financial systems, uh, the utility billing, um, even public safety. So we spend a lot of time in support of those things. The network is is in place to support those things as well. Uh, but um, when it comes to those systems and also security, uh, we're we're kind of balanced between external and internal faced uh, because we're we're always looking out for the citizens' data, and we're also looking out for our internal protection of the data, and then also what types of technology we use to offer more convenient ways for the citizens to interact with us. We're looking at that quite a bit too. Right. And we just had the launch of City View, which mm -hmm. I think is a pretty good example of that. So yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, obtaining permits or certain types of licenses, you can now do that digitally, like anywhere, right? Yes. We're, yeah, we're going to be hopefully coming to the public with some new ways to make payments, maybe... You'll be able to go to 7-Eleven and make your uh, your utility bill payment. Uh, City View is also allowing folks to be able to look at their uh, permitting and their planning documents online and submit everything digitally now as opposed to having to do everything paper-wise. So uh, that's going to be, I think, very helpful coming up in the future. That is awesome. That is so exciting. Um, so something, as we touched on, um, something we discuss within our team quite a bit is cybersecurity. So staff has regular trainings for awareness, and we receive information about things to be on the lookout for and how to be best protected. So to that end, what you, what might you share with the general community on this topic? Well, when I started back in the early 2000s uh, down this career path, I'd never thought I would spend as much time as I do on cybersecurity. It wasn't really even, uh, you know, heavily discussed back in those days. But we spend a lot of time on that internally. Um, we, we prepare layers of defense for ourselves um, to protect the network and the data within it. Um, but also we've seen, you know, the public get, you know, attacks. You, you know yourself, you get emails, phone calls, text messages that are just you know, from scammers. And it almost seems like you get more. Hey, don't forget those direct messages on social media. Okay? Yeah, that, that Bryce too. and I just love coming across those. <laughs> yeah, those things will get you too. Um, and what I would, what I always tell people, I tell my family this and I tell, you know, my coworkers this all the time is be very careful these days, especially when you get any type of communication. Um, if it's unexpected, um, if it's asking for personal information, if it's urgent or if they're trying to prey on your emotions um, or, you know, if it, if it feels too good to be true, you should probably figure out a way to contact your, you know, if that's coming from your bank, if it's posed as your bank, figure out a good way to contact your bank 
by phone and make sure that you're not dealing with the scammer. Right, right. And we try to put out regular PSAs about that. And um, unfortunately, they just keep coming. So a kind reminder that if you feel like you've been a victim of a scam, that you should contact your Norman Police Department. Yes. So what's on the horizon for IT in the future? Um, Although you fly under the radar most of the time, the projects and initiatives that you all are involved in are very crucial to the success of our everyday business. So what can staff or the community be on the lookout for? Well, like you mentioned just before, we've just completed um, a journey that we started back in 2018 of an overhaul of all of our business systems. So our financial system, our utility billing, all the parks and rec systems, and like you mentioned a bit ago, uh, City View for planning and community development. Um, Those things all have to be learned intimately by the staff Um, by our support staff and also the people that use them on a daily basis. And then they have to kind of pass that knowledge down to the public. So that takes a little bit of a time. Um, So we'll be, we'll be helping with those efforts and training for those efforts. Um, And then as we see progression there, we'll start enhancing those services. Like I said before, we don't offer a way to go to a convenience store to make bill payments right now. But once we get those things kind of, all the bugs worked out of those things, we'll, we'll make that available. And um, we're also looking at something uh, that, that will make it easier for the public when they come in to make any type of payment, um, and that's central cashiering, so that you can go to one place and you can buy a garage sale permit, pay your utility bill all at one stop so that you're not having to bounce around the city all over the place. The convenience of technology. You have to love it, right? Yes. <laughs> and, the, and the scare of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have to, I do have to ask you one more question. I think that you mentioned this a little bit earlier on the show. You talked about storage and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we're unique in that you know we have to abide by open records laws and that sort of thing. From the IT standpoint, what is that like? Um, I mean, I know that the city clerk's office has, you know, every book that begins since the history of the city of Norman, but as, you know, the, the business community transitioned to be more tech-based and now everybody has a computer they do work on and things like that. I mean, from the aspect of storage, just everything that we have to keep as a municipality, what kind of challenge is that like and, and how do you tackle that? Well, it's tough. Uh, That's one of the ones that we talk about a lot, especially when it comes to our budget, because storage is expensive. Um, We have, you know, as you can imagine, we've got all of those types of records. We've got legal records, uh, police cases, video documents of badge cam. Uh, The plans that are way too big to even print out for people. They take entire, you know, desks up. (laughs) Yeah, maps, um, all of these things. And then we have have a really bulky backup and storage uh, retention effort that we we go through. Um, So that's, you know, that's coming up in the future. That's something that we're looking towards a little bit of help from the cloud. That's a little bit scary for us because, you know, when you have it on-premises, you, you have yourself to blame if, if it's not secure enough. Sure. When it's up in the cloud, you're having to rely on um, other locations and various vendors to make sure that they're, they're handling their business properly and making sure those things are secure for storage. And you're also you know, having to, to worry if, if they're a bigger target than maybe the city would be because if, 
if people can hack a large storage offering like Google or uh, Microsoft or Amazon offers, they've got a lot of data there. Um, And and so we have to balance that uh, when we're making those decisions and we talk a lot about that. So that, that's, that's a challenge that we, we try to do our best to overcome. All right. No pressure, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners about your department or what you do day to day? You know, I would just say, even though we fly under the radar, we do touch every uh, bit of business here. Um, but it's, it, I've been very fortunate in... Uh, that I have the ability to work with some true professionals where I'm at. They know their stuff. Um, so the, the folks that are out there listening can rest assured that these folks know what they're doing. And they also are looking through the lens of what are the taxpayers uh, having to pay for here. We're making sure that we're doing our due diligence there and that we're, we're protecting data um, with, with the best security that we can. And, you know, like I said, it's it's difficult for people to see us, but we truly care about what's going on out there. And uh, we've got people on the inside that are, that are looking out for the community. Awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate working with your team every day. You do a phenomenal job. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Tim. We appreciate your time and the vital services that you provide to our staff and the residents we serve. Thank you very much. Questions or commentary about On West Gray can be sent into publicaffairs at normanok.gov. Shouts to our producer and editor, Mr. Bryce Holland of the City of Norman Communications Office. Listeners are reminded that city council elections for wards 2, 4, 6, and 8 will be coming up on February 13th. The deadline to register to vote in those races is January 19th. Learn more and view candidates running for office at normanok.gov. Follow us on social, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, City of Norman OK, and Instagram, The City of Norman. Until next time, stay engaged, stay informed, and always remember to cast your ballot. I'm Tiffany Verska. Thank you for joining us on West Gray.